What to watch. Hey, I'm watching 93.9 Virgin Radio. You know how they say somewhere when someone closes a door, there's like a window, someone opens a window? Yeah, I'm that's, sure they say it exactly like that. That's exactly how the saying goes, right? <laughs> um, that's kind of what happened with uh, TV shows. So the series finale of The Walking Dead was last night. Oh, my God. So it's it's done, it's done. done, done. Like forever done. So that's kind of sad, but then that being said, White Lotus was just renewed for season three at HBO, a.k.a. Crave. Yeah. So it's like, oh, saying farewell to Walking Dead, but a, a reborn reincarnated as the White Lotus. Yeah, you would put them in the same genre. I don't know. Like, I actually didn't watch The Walking White Dead. Lotus. I know it's really the, it's yeah. a big show, but I never really got into it. But we did watch the new Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell Christmas movie, Spirited, on Apple TV Plus nice. over the weekend, and uh, that was pretty good. It was a little chaotic at the beginning, but the ending was really great. I would expect nothing but chaos from Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell, it's, so that makes sense. It's a full musical. Like, there's choreograph. Wow. It's like high school musical. There's choreographed musical numbers with like hundreds of people. Wild. It's really cool. Well, speaking of Christmas movies, A Christmas Story Christmas is on Crave right now. I loved it. I thought it was so good. We watched it with a full Thanksgiving turkey dinner and it was like the most holiday vibes ever. Here's a little taste of that. Oh, life moves fast. One day you're playing kick the can with kids named Flick and Schwartz. I triple dog dare you. The next thing you know, you're a certified adult. Ralph, dear old man. Fragile. He was the best. Ralphie, promise me we're going to make this a wonderful Christmas. So as you can tell, it's the revisiting of a Christmas story, and Ralphie's all grown up and has a family of his own, and he's trying to make it a good Christmas for everybody. And Johnny came in talking about how good this movie was the day after he watched it, and maybe it was the Thanksgiving dinner, because I was all excited, and then our friend Dan McDonald said he was disappointing and so bad. Yeah, I saw that. And he said there was no charm, and, like, the script was bad. expecting something else, I think, because it was was way better. I mean, maybe it was just because I had most recently watched that Lindsay Lohan Christmas movie, so... Ah. It was like the contrast made anything Johnny says seem good. the bar is on the floor. But if I could just go down a rabbit hole with you here, the guy who directed A Christmas Story, Bob Clark, I was like, what else has he done? Turns out he also directed a, a movie called Baby Geniuses. Oh, I remember is, that movie. You remember Baby yes, Geniuses? Yes, I watched that movie. Whoa. In the early 2000s, yeah, right? Yeah, it was a 1999 one. Yeah. And then they've made like five Baby Geniuses movies. It was the craziest thing I've ever watched. There's a bit of Christmas content like kind of in the background of the movie. But here's some of the trailer for Baby Geniuses. <laughs> They may look innocent, <laughs> but if you think babies don't know what's going on, they're going to give you an education. So what we hear is baby talk. Tic-tac and sushi. It's actually conversation. Don't have a cow, Basil. Her syntax is atrocious. It's because he watches television all the time. So the babies are yeah. geniuses. I- I've seen baby geniuses. <laughs> However, um, I wasn't aware that they made five sequels. <laughs> they that's, did. I must have fallen and off. they were all produced by John Voight somehow. So um, wow. that's my, my thing I have to admit to you is, yes, I paid to rent baby geniuses on Amazon Prime. <laughs> and I would do it again. Now here we go. Go, go. Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. Good morning. Good morning. 93.9 Virgin Radio. It's the Wither Report with Hannah Witherby on 93.9 Virgin Radio. 
Congratulations going out to Big Sean and Janae Aiko. They just welcomed a baby. Hey, all right. A wee baby. A boy was born on November 8th named Noah, and they just kind of did the, the big announcement recently. Nice. So congrats to them. The AMAs were last night. It was an absolute trip. Um, there wasn't a ton of press around this, probably oh. because the performances were like, they didn't have any A-A-A-A-A-A-A listers performing. Oh, really? Pink was the biggest performer here. Mm. And our, also Charlie Puth performed, Dove Cameron, BB Rexa, Imagine Dragons. Um, Taylor Swift was there. She took home favorite female pop artist. Harry Styles took home favorite male pop artist. MGK, Machine Gun Kelly took home favorite rock artist. And there was this controversial moment when Chris Brown uh. won favorite R&B artist of the year. Kelly Rowland actually was the one presenting the award. And she tried to put the audience in check after a bit of a negative reaction. And the American Music Award goes to... I'm accepting this award on his behalf. Excuse me, chill out. But I want to tell Chris, thank you so much for making great R&B music. And I want to tell him, thank you for being an incredible performer. I'll take this award, bring it to you. I love you. Congratulations. And congratulations to all the nominees in this category. So kind of awkward. I guess it makes sense why he wouldn't show up for that. He probably expected about as much. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's interesting. It's an interesting choice for sure. Yeah. And then, last but not least. When it comes to stars, it's rare to wake up without news of a celebrity breakup. Oh, boy. Yay. Not yay that they broke up. <laughs> I just love to use my little sound effects. And it gets so happy every time there's a celebrity breakup. Because I'm like, oh, I have my little singy song. <laughs> Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde broke up after no. almost two years of dating. Can you believe it's been that long? I, that's wild to me. That's the craziest thing about this whole deal. Right? Because they started dating on the set of Don't Worry Darling and that movie's now that's like it. been out and then back on streaming services. So I guess that salad dressing, the fancy salad dressing, mm-hmm. It wasn't enough to keep him around forever. Apparently not. Uh, the timing of it does seem suspicious to a lot of people because now they don't have anything to promote. Yeah. You know, like the movie's done. Uh, Harry is like wrapping up his tour. Everything's kind of settling down yeah. and they slowly, quietly called it quits. I, if, the, if that was the whole thing, it was all a PR stunt for the movie, I think that was the worst decision ever because it overshadowed the movie. Everyone yeah. just talked about... Harry and Olivia and, you know, the spitting and all of that when really, Don't Worry Darling was good. It's on Crave too, right? Like yeah. It's, it's, it's a good movie. I liked it a lot. I liked it as well. It so there you go. There's yeah. our recommendation. Watch Don't Worry Darling and uh, <laughs> the next weather report is at 720. What do you think, Eric? Not everyone gets this opportunity. No. <laughs> to and date if you keep Olivia talking Wilde. like this, you're going to put it all at risk. You did put it all at risk. But really, let us know, man. What have you been up to lately? Things haven't been quite the same. Tana and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Is this weird? It might be weird, but there's no judgment here. So go ahead and see what's on your mind. It's Asking for a Friend on 93.9 Virgin Radio. Today's Asking for a Friend. Someone's wondering, was I wrong to throw dog poop in my neighbor's yard? Yes! You don't know the full story, okay? You have to hear the whole thing. They said, I had been having an issue with someone leaving bags of dog poop in my empty garbage can after trash pickup. 
One time it was even in my recycle bin and the bag wasn't fully closed. Oh, so yuck. gross. I said last time it happened, I caught my neighbor in the act, but didn't want to confront them. So I waited until they were gone, then brought the bag of poop to their house and threw it on their front lawn. Since it's their dog's poop. As I was leaving, though, she came out of the house screaming that she was going to call the police if I didn't pick it up. I told her it was her dog's poop, and uh, if she left it in my garbage cans again, I would call the cops on her. Then I stormed off, but they say I feel stupid and horrible about the whole thing. Was I wrong to react this way? What should I do if she does this again? Hmm. Text 10939. Who was wrong in this poop-slinging scenario? Uh, if you... <laughs> I don't know if why does it matter if the dog poop goes in your garbage can? Because like they're saying it's after pickup. So it's not right. like if it, if the garbage bin was full and they put it in the poop, whatever. Yeah. But you're going to have to sit there with that poop in your garbage can for the next week until the next pickup. Like that's weird. You shouldn't be responsible for someone else's dog doo-doo. Right. You know? It is theirs. What's so, the alternative? Like, do you go home and put it in your own garbage yes. can? Because I don't have a dog. Yeah. So, like, then it just sits in your garbage can or, and smells. I mean, this is assuming that you are, you know, you're out on a walk with your dog, getting them to do their duty. Like, there's garbage cans out and about usually. You just wait until you get to one. You know, just throw it in, like, whatever you find that's on someone else's property. There's not a ton of public garbage cans no, if you're, like, some. in the suburbs or whatever. It does depend where you are. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's just, you have to, that's your responsibility. So, yeah, okay, you you should be the one to have the poop sit with you for a week rather than just give it to someone else. Like, here you go. Like, it's it's almost like putting it in their mailbox, you know? So like it's, this person should carry the poop for, like, absolutely. the entire walk and bring it home and put it absolutely. in your own garbage can? Yeah. I, what I can't stand is when I see out on trails even, mm -hmm. like, bag dog poop that has just been hucked into the woods or it's, like, hanging from a tree. It's like, you couldn't wait yeah. until you got to a garbage bag. Like, you made it worse. Like, yeah. poop in the wild is whatever. Poop in a bag in the wild is going nowhere. Right. What are you doing? We have a text here. That dog owner is petty. She can't just take an extra 15 steps and bring it home. Shame on her. The person is doing the right thing who uh, then put the dog poop on their uh -huh. lawn. We have another text, though. It says, I don't believe an eye for an eye. Not even a poop for a poop? Not a poop for a poop either. <laughs> Apparently not. It's the only way I'm referring to it from now on. Anna and Johnny on Windsor's number one hit music station, 93.9 Virgin Radio. So asking for a friend just kicked off, and we're talking about dog poop etiquette. <laughs> Particularly, do you take dog poop out of your own garbage can that somebody puts in there and then put it on the lawn of the neighbor who put the dog poop in the garbage? Well, there was a history. This person had been doing that for a while, and one time it was in their recycling bin, and the bag was open. Like, that's disrespect See, right that's off the jump. that's unacceptable. We have a text from Jaden saying, well, if they're neighbors, their garbage is only a couple of feet away. Why don't they just, like, wait and throw it in their own garbage can when they get home? This is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I don't know if it's a situation where maybe they hit that person's yard first first get the poop out of the way every time because that's like the only place their dog will do it and then they have a whole other walk so they're just like oh, I'll just leave it yeah like, how I don't know I don't see not being a dog owner I did not know this was that big of a deal so much so that they would take the poop out of their own garbage can and go to this person's house and put this poop Ooh. on their front lawn like if somebody threw dog poop in my garbage can I don't think I would care no genuinely you have to let it sit there in your can. It's cold. For a whole week. I don't That's know. That's true, actually, it's in cold, the wintertime. Not Whatever. too bad. Uh, Erica, your dog, Bella, left your neighbors a little present. Uh, what happened here? 
He walked into the neighbor's open door and pooped on his rug. Oh, nice. Oh. See, that's that's worse yeah. than leaving it just in your neighbor's garbage can. So, like, in that, <laughs> what, like, how do you react? What do you say? It was kind of like a... Hey, uh, you know, I'm sorry. She hasn't been feeling good, even though, you know, she's oh, fine. No. So she, you, so she was, was a bad fine. one then. A bad one, and then you lie oh. about it. So did that work? Luckily, he was, like, redoing the living room, so he just threw it away. Oh, okay, he didn't care. That would, I guess that makes more sense why the door would be open, too. That's but. fair. I do love those carpet cleaning videos, though. Like, I would pay money <laughs> to watch that, for sure. Wait, you want some uh, dog doo-doo carpets, Hannah? I can hook you up. Oh, I got some that a desperate clean. Just start live streaming mm-hmm. you cleaning Leo's oh. Leo's business. A million views. I'll take <laughs> it under consideration. Mornings with Hannah and Johnny. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Apparently Jen has also been in a dog poop war. It's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. I didn't think this was going to inspire so much conversation. Well, it's interesting <laughs> because there's this situation on asking for a friend, and then Jen's like, I do exactly that same yeah, thing. Yeah, so it's your neighbor's dog often poops on your lawn, and you decided you had to, to get even, yeah? Um, I decided, you know what, I'll pick it up for them, but I do leave it right in front of their door on their porch. So, question is, have they confronted you about this? Because it's obvious. Like, they must know it's you, right? Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Have they said anything? Nope. <laughs> how long? It's how many times enough. have you done it? Uh, I think about a handful of times. All right. Oh handful. Interesting term when talking about dog poo. <laughs> but, uh, all right. right. So you guys have like a, a silent dog poo war going on right now. Pretty much. That's a good way to describe it. <laughs> and what neighborhood is this in? <laughs> uh, it's uh, the West End of Windsor. Nice. All right. West, West Windsor Dog, dog Poop War. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Thank you so much for chatting with us today. Good luck in the. It's Thanks, hard guys. out there. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, Jen. It's Hannah and Johnny in the morning. 93.9 Virgin Radio. It's an investigation. Is Italian urban cheese bread at Subway discontinued? <laughs> so, I did some research on this, Johnny. Uh-huh. Because rumors started swirling about this in late August. Many subway locations in August were out of stock for an extended period of time of the Italian urban cheese bread. No way. It's everyone's favorite, right? Oh, obviously. Subway assured fans that while bread choice may vary by location, the Italian urban cheese is not discontinued. So that was in August. I guess there was a supply chain issue with the Italian topping, a.k.a. it was the Suez Canal's fault. <laughs> of course it was. Still a year and a half later. But now... A new photo is going viral of a sign at Subway just last week saying that the Italian urban cheese bread has been discontinued. No. It was taped right up there on the glass, Johnny. And so the last tweet on Subway's verified Twitter account, it says, Cuffing season 101, you can learn a lot about a person based on their Subway bread. Mm-hmm. You can. And people are ripping them apart in the comments. Why did you discontinue the Italian urban cheese bread? Speaking of bread, what's the deal with Italian urban cheese? Everyone keeps saying you're getting rid of it. More and more and more people questioning the decision of Subway. And apparently they just haven't had Italian urban cheese for Mm. like ever. What is your Subway order? Text us at 10.93.9. I think everyone has a go-to, right? Yeah. What is yours? In this in this comment section, people really do like the honey oat as well as honey the Italian is a urban cheese. Banger. Yeah. Really good one. Um, it's always been Italian urban cheese for me. That's why I was so passionate about this project. Yeah. This project. <laughs> this project. You see, this is a project, huh? So what we should do <laughs> is if you've been to Subway in the last week. 
Have you ordered Italian urban cheese or has it been out? See, that's the thing. I used to get Subway a lot. I haven't gotten anything from Subway in like a year maybe. Yeah. It's Me wild. neither. It's been a really, really long time. So like I'm a bad source on this. I'm going to have to check it out. But my go-to is always steak and cheese on Italian herb and cheese. Got the uh, smoky honey mustard and the garlic aioli. Ooh, okay, that sounds Ooh. good. It's real good. Do you know what's a hot take? Um, we used to be sponsored by Subway uh, on, like, this job that I did. And mm-hmm. so I tried almost every single sub that summer. The pulled pork <laughs> Subway subs, when they do have them, are yeah. actually pretty lit. That's <laughs> pulled pork from Subway. They don't always have it, but when they do, it's amazing. Oh, we're getting text. Yeah, Scott says veggie wrap, of course. Someone else said Subway Club on the new Tex-Mex bread. New Tex-Mex Is bread. That, what? Maybe that just broke the case no. wide open. They're oh phasing out Italian herb and cheese for Tex-Mex bread. Boo. Hannah and Johnny. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Hello. Jacob. Yeah. It's Hannah and Johnny. How's it going? Good. We don't want to distract you, but we hear you have some uh, some evidence in this Italian urban cheese case. Yes, I am making it right now at 300 to some feet. Awesome. So it's not discontinued. It definitely is not discontinued. <gasps> Our guy Jacob's got the plug. We're all good, everybody. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Go get your subs from Jacob today. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for doing your fine work at Subway. Blessings, blessings. We can put the case to rest. <laughs> yeah. Case closed. Huh, we never it. needed to talk about it in the first place, uh, huh? Man, people in the States are up in arms. <laughs> Maybe it's just Canada. Maybe you're going to have to cross the border for your Italian urban cheese bread. Hey, no, you never know. You never Wild. know. Truly, uh, the Wither Report is on the way, and we are talking about these two A-listers. They just announced that they've been married this whole time. Wow. The call is coming from inside the house. Also, Camila Cabello is ready for Quishmois. I'll guess we'll find out what that means next. Anna and Johnny in the morning. 93.9 Virgin Radio. It's the Wither Report with Hannah Witherby on 93.9 Virgin Radio. These two celebs might have been married this whole time. Eva Mendez and Ryan Gosling. Really? Yeah, so they've never gone on the record or confirmed their marriage, but they have been together, like, quietly for 11 years. Right. And they have two kids together, and they always dodge questions about whether or not they're husband and wife. But after an interview with the TV station in Australia, everybody thinks that she slipped up and finally spilled the beans, that there have been nups in their relationship. Here's what she had to say. She called him her husband. Yeah. Mm. I just have one issue. Like, everybody's amazing. Everybody's like, it really, seriously, everybody's welcoming us. It's, it's been so beautiful. And my, my husband, Ryan, is here, the ordinary fellow you were talking about. <laughs> Ooh, my husband. Maybe they're just sick of saying any other words. My partner. Yeah, like, I just want to call my fiance my wife now because I hate the word fiance. I really yeah. don't like saying it. Yeah. So I'm just going to call her my wife from now on. That's fine. Then it's more Borat opportunities, too. It is. You know? It's true. And good for them either way, like, whether they're married yeah. or not. It's, it's their business. For sure. Ben Affleck and Matt Damon announced that they are going to start their own production company. Oh, yeah. Together. So they're really good friends, right? Like, they've been besties for, for years. Sure. And so this thing is called Artists' Equity, their production company. And they have a different compensation uh, formula so unlike streaming services and a lot of studios, they're going to share the profits with actors based on a percentage of how well it does in the box office. Uh. So now with streaming, you get paid up front. And if your show is a huge success, you can't get any additional money. Right. So like Squid Game, if you're on Squid Game, you get paid X amount. The show is number one on Netflix all over the world. And you don't right. see any of that money. 
Um, so they're kind of changing the game in terms of Artist Equity, their new production company, and how they're going to uh, reimburse people for their work. What happens if it flops? Well, they then take money you, from you. You make three dollars. <laughs> ben shows up to your house and hassles you, haggles exactly. you for that money. Where's my money? But I mean, back in the day before streaming, that was yeah. how they did everything in show business. So they're kind of like going back to that and making sure that artists can get compensated if their movie does really well, and Good maybe it'll that. inspire people to work harder on their films, mm-hmm. which would be nice. Um, <laughs> Camila Cabello, she is ready for Chris Moyes. <laughs> Um, There's this clip going viral. It's been making the rounds. So this is actually from last year. It's from a performance in the White House last year. Okay. And she's singing I'll Be Home for Christmas, and everybody is uh, laughing at the way she says the word Christmas. Be home for Christmas. 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 And then there's actually, there's more instances, because I found the full version. Chris Moyes. Wait, there's one more. And I mean, she's doing a beautiful job, of course. She's yeah. a great singer, but uh, it's the Chris Moyes for yeah. me. Wishing you a Merry Chris Moist. Chris Moist. And a Happy Hoiladice, too. <laughs> Hannah and Johnny. 93.9. Virgin Radio. Tis the season for cheap holiday movies at Cineplex. Yeehaw. So this is, in fact, happening at the Devonshire Mall Cineplex. You're going to be able to go see some holiday classics in the next month and a bit for only $2.99. It's a steal. It's a steal. Uh, they just upcharge you on the popcorn when you get, like, a million and you stay there all day. That's just true. 90% butter at that point. Mm. But there are some really good ones coming up at the Devonshire Mall Cineplex starting on Saturday, November 26th. So is that this Saturday? Yeah. They're playing A Christmas Story at 11 a.m. Nice. You can get tickets to that online right now. They're doing A Christmas Carol on Sunday, this Sunday at 1230. Okay. And then Saturday, December 3rd, they're playing Elf at 11. And Saturday, December 10th, they're doing The Polar Express at 11. And all of these holiday movies are only $2.99 for tickets. That's sweet. Like, I literally checked and did the research and signed on to my Cineplex account to make sure that the price was correct. And it is. It's only 3 bucks. Well, there we go. Um, I- also, Violent Night is coming out yeah. on December 1st. Yeah. The, the second, I think. Okay. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for that. That's the one where uh, Hopper from Stranger Things, David Harbour, plays a Santa who is basically action Santa. The horse is coming to town. Time for some season's beatings. <laughs> So those $3 movies are very much family-oriented yeah. ones. This one, This one I so don't much. think is $3. This is like a new Christmas yeah. movie. Yeah, and again, it's maybe not one you would want to bring your kids to. It's like they took everyone who was like, Die Hard's a Christmas movie, and they're like, you want to know what Die Hard would be like if it was a real Christmas movie? <laughs> Put Action Santa in there. Virgin Mornings with Hannah and Johnny. On 93.9 Virgin Radio. Where do gingerbread cookies fall on your list of favorite cookies of all time? That's what we'd like to know. It's Hannah and Johnny. Hey, 93.9 Virgin Radio. The answer is at the absolute bottom of the list. Thank you for asking. Hannah hates gingerbread cookies. I've never had a good gingerbread. You're you're lying. Today is National Gingerbread Cookie Day. It tastes like dirt. Wow. I last week bought you a gingerbread oat latte from Tim's. And I said it was a drink. Well... It is a day to celebrate gingerbread cookies, Hannah, not shade them. Okay. And I looked it up. The thing is, I mean, it might be 
a thing where a lot of people don't like gingerbread cookies because I looked at a list of the top 20 cookies of all time, and this is on recipes.com, so you know it's good. Mm. They've got gingerbread cookies sitting at number 17 out of 20. Yeah. So they're they're pretty bottom of the barrel. What's worse than gingerbread on that list? Uh, Fortune cookie is at number 20. Oh, that's pretty bad. Because it's like really not much of a cookie, right? It's like You do it for the fortune. The fortune is what it's all about. Uh Uh, Gingerbread cookies also came in just under macaroons. Oh, I love a macaroon. Right? What do you think was top of the list for best cookie of all time? Sugar cookie. Sugar cookie. Yeah. I thought, see, to me, that's controversial. That actually made it to number three. Okay. Sugar cookie. But the picture that they use on here is those ones, you know when you get them from the grocery store and they've got like the colored frosting on top? You like those. Yeah. I think those are the worst cookies. I don't understand what they are because they're like kind of puffy. They're powdery. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know. They're so good. Number three on the list was sugar cookie. Number two, Oreo cookie. Eh, Oreos are overrated. Yeah, I feel like that's true. And then number one is, of course, chocolate chip cookie. That's the iconic one, right? Fine. Although I would say for my number one, Peanut butter cookie, man. Oh, peanut you butter. Can't absolutely. Go wrong. It might be one of the easiest cookies to actually make, too. So that gives it major points. Absolutely. Other people are saying macadamia nut cookie has to be on there. Yeah. Pretty good. There are a couple different Subway cookies on this list, by the way. Oh, as my gosh. Well. The Subway macadamia white chocolate. They if they ever different. discontinue that, mm-hmm. I'm flipping this table. We got to turn you around on gingerbread, though, because everyone knows no. the true way to enjoy a gingerbread man cookie is to torture it. Tell me, or I'll. That's Hannah just hanging out with her gingerbread men. You gross little bastard. I bite the head off first <laughs> like a psychopath. You're sick. It's a sick person I'm working with. What's going on, everybody? For more Hannah and Johnny, check out 93.9 Virgin Radio. Weekday mornings, 6 to 10.